everybody back to a kiss like yours holy moly what is going on right now yes we are hearing about some very 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 unfortunate news and it's it's a shock and it's oh, so hurtful yeah and you just your heart just goes out to his family and the other there's other family there were other people yeah we don't know what's him. going on yet as far as the other people but uh, we're talking about Kobe Kobe Bryant dying in a car crash at the age of 41. Uh, which helicopter is Helicopter crash? Yeah, helicopter crash. I can't even I can't even think straight right now. It, uh, we're watching kind of the news as it's unfolding in case anything else that comes out. Right. But man, I I know it's everybody's saying that it is like unbelievable to talk about and like there's no words to to kind of go at what you are looking and watching, but I guess that's just the the best way to describe it. We can't. There, I literally don't know what to say. Yes, it's um, it was just shocking. I saw you got a message from somebody, and then you were scouring. Trying yeah, to my find brother in law. News. My brother in law says R.I.P. Kobe Bryant, and I'm like, what? Like, so I I started put on the news and even the news okay so we were watching yeah, the and news. i was starting to maybe feel a little bit of relief because i'm like oh the news isn't even they're not even confirming it's him like if they knew it was him they would be saying that already and they didn't the the news that we were watching hadn't confirmed until we were watching for a good um, a while you know, 10 they minutes. were talking about the crash right, itself right. they just hadn't confirmed anybody that that had been on the yeah in the helicopter but they were talking about then, and then they said, okay, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the crash. So right. then the guy comes back on and it's a firefighter and Correct. he's talking about the crash and he goes, well, we don't know anything yet. Right. They're like, we don't know who owned we the helicopter. We don't know where they were going, where they were coming from. So I'm like, know? cool. So I'm like, like, okay, this is positive, right? No news is good news. Right. So they're like, okay, well, they're not, they don't even want to say anything about names. We can't, we don't know names. Right, we don't right. know anything. And I shouldn't say it like that because it wasn't good news we had learned that there were five people that were killed in this accident so right it's not like it was good news at all it was way. right yeah I know, we know what you meant uh and then the reporters are there they're asking questions about the helicopter there why wouldn't you ask hey was kobe bryant on the helicopter because the, they, the, they obviously just said I don't know. I can't say. It's too early in this report. Do you want to be the person who names him dead and be wrong? Or, you can't do that. No, not not so much that names him dead, but at least you would say it's rumored that Kobe Bryant was in the helicopter. Can right. you confirm that that was right. his I'm, helicopter? Right. I'm sure that his job prevents him from answering such questions. I think that was BS, you know, to at least acknowledge that we possibly know what, what helicopter this is because... Two seconds later, the other lady from the actual news station comes up and says, oh, we can say it now. It's confirmed. Like, yeah. come on, man. Well, they probably had to triple check the owner uh, on record. And before they announce news like that to the world but, and his family hears, they, they, you need to be so sure. So even before they did that, Yahoo had it up that it was him. Uh, TMZ had it up that it was him. What's your point? Uh, my point is just like, man, I, I just wish they would have handled it a little bit different. But I mean, in the end, I guess they're just doing what they can to keep them, 
you know, keep their reputation of not con- saying anything right. until it was and confirmed. You, know, you and need to you need to make sure that what you're I'm doing just, is I'm correct. Just, I think I'm just mad. The blow. Can you imagine if his kids turned it on and it was wrong or his wife? You know, I mean, like you just. I think I'm just mad. Like I'm really mad. Like that that this happened, and not not mad like it's somebody's fault. Just like hurt because this sucks, man. This, this Kobe Bryant leaving this earth. You know, he didn't do anything specifically for our family, but the entertainment value that he's provided over the years, the the dedication to his craft is such an example. And what I like about my favorite part about Kobe's example is it's not squeaky clean. It's not right. It's not very human. It's very human. He's gone through um, trials, not only trials, but mistakes the mistakes, the the sexual assault stuff, the 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 years where it was it the Lakers were trash. And and it just it was really it was real. It, it's not always great all the time. You have you have one of the top I would say top five players to ever play the game. It's arguable because you can go back and forth about arguing who's greater, Michael, Kobe, Wilt. You name it. You name go on and on, but the fact is that he is in that conversation. Ah, man, just the dedication. Twenty years with the same, yeah, I, the I same love that. team. That I tells love you that. the dedication piece, the loyalty, the loyalty, the work. You, you. It's well documented his work ethic, right? It's well documented of how much time he puts in. Um, so I, I feel like his story is so, so just genuine mm-hmm. and it's hard. I, I think I'm just mad right now. It's like, hard to see that portion of it come to a close. Come to a close like that where. He still had <sighs> so much that he wanted to do. He was so young. He had. Um, he has four daughters. Four daughters. And that, that hurts, mm-hmm. you know, because now his, their daughters, their, their children, his daughters have to have to grow up without their dad and. And what really bugs me about that is they're very young. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we watch a lot of, I would say, I don't want to say documentary, but situational programs where we experience what happens when the family's broken up. Mm-hmm. What happens when dad's not there right. and the impact that it has on, you know, your, 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 the rest of your life. Right. We just, we watched Cheer. Oh, yeah, we binged that in one we, night. We watched Cheer, like, all night. We were just hooked on Cheer on yes, Netflix. we had to see how it ended. And we'll save that conversation for another time. But the stories behind these, you know, boys and girls, men and women that do this cheer competition of why they're there and how this outlet is so important to them because they're parents or because they're, you know, mom and dad weren't around. Mm-hmm. It breaks my heart for the the daughters, you yes. know, they're they're. It just breaks my heart. And he's so involved with them, too. You see him online. He's there at their games, you know, coaching them alongside just like any other dad would. And I really love that piece about him because, again, it, it just it was so genuine and very impactful. You know, it's it's a special relationship that fathers and daughters have. Yeah, and they need that because. As we've expressed before, that's the first example that they will see of how they receive love from a man and how they should be treated by a man. 
Yes, is how their father treats like me, how I treat you, right? And the things that we do. That's that's the norm. We are a a, a product of our environment, right? So how I treat you is not important is is important for our relationship, but is more re- important for our girls to see that piece too. Mm-hmm. And same thing for boys. When dad treats mom, if you have boys, it's very important that they get that example because just like how we say, oh, well, your dad did this and you're repeating the cycle. Well, when it's good, they're going to repeat the cycle too. Correct. They're going to repeat it when it's good and bad. Mm-hmm. So, man, I, I you know, kind of tying it back to, to his, his family, our hearts go out to the family, his daughters, the friends. He's not my friend, but... I feel like, you know, if he were to walk in to my house now as a complete stranger, we would just pick up like if we were friends. We, I, I watched him for so long that, um, you know, the memory, one of the memories that I had was when he first broke in. I ne- I don't know why this always stuck to me, but he dribbled the ball up the court and got a backcourt violation because you get, you know, only a certain amount of time to get the ball over the the center uh, half court so as he's dribbling up you know the the refs counting down his time and he just gets backward violation because he didn't bring it up fast enough because <laughs> he didn't know <laughs> and he was a rookie no he knew oh. he was just a rookie and, yeah. and it's just like you know being in that mindset like i'm in an nba game you're not thinking about that stuff you're just trying to to look as cool as possible because you don't want to feel like the the situation is over your head but I always remembered that. I always remembered that one game where he just like he screwed up. And I think it it was a not that moment, but those things were such a huge driver in his mindset and his preparation that it was it was a huge part of his game to keep getting better and, and focusing and making his teammates better. I know like everybody thinks that Kobe was a ball hog. Well, of course. If you were Kobe Bryant, you'd want the damn ball too, man. <laughs> if you were Kobe Bryant, you would be throwing up shots. Yeah. You would be just getting you, you, buckets. You'd want what you were getting paid to do. Exactly. You'd want the ball. See, I grew up in the era of watching the Eddie Jones, the Nick Van Exel, yeah. the Anthony Peeler, the Vladdy Debog. That those were the Lakers that I grew up. <laughs> watching i loved i loved anthony peeler and yeah oh i cried when, when they D-Vots? when well, you have I, your divots jersey I do, on i do that's that's my that's my lakers year um i cried when anthony peeler was gone and i remember an interview that he did with chick when he was at the grizzlies and he had a little paw that he got for him and he was sad to be gone from the lakers yeah um, uh, i always remember that that was so cute but um yeah when kobe was coming in Divock got traded out and I was heartbroken. I was crying. I was devastated. My mom ran out and made sure to get me his jersey. Yeah, your Divock jersey before. it was still available. So thank you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so you still uh, have that jersey. I do. Uh, so I was a little angry with Kobe. Were you? When when because he, he was the reason when he came into the Lakers. But it was fun to watch. I I watched. Um, when they won the the first three championships, mm-hmm. I was still an avid Laker watcher. Now I, I don't watch the games. <laughs> I find them a little boring and 
Well, I mean, basketball games, unless it's playoffs, I don't have an interest. But back then, I was playing basketball in school, so you, you would know, watch I, it. I would watch, and and um, that was big. So I I do remember that. Well, sports has always been kind of a big thing in my family. So my my first recollection of Kobe was just coming in and seeing this kid fly around with his uh with his afro, uh, just the way he had it up and. And it was you can always spot him because at the time, you know, the kids didn't have that. And uh, so as you kind of go through the years with Kobe and Shaq and the championships mm-hmm. and right, the drama right. and that one game where they're down, you know, they're they're playing Portland and they're down in the finals, man. And they come roaring back and Kobe gives Shaq that alley-oop and and. Shaq's just pointing, man. He's pointing. He's like, man, with his with his eyes just huge, and they're coming back. I was I remember I was at my cousin's house during that game, and he has like this. It was like a a, a patio, right? It was an add on patio, but I'm six three, right? And I my my in my I have a two inch vertical. I cannot <laughs> jump. I didn't play basketball. I was horrible at basketball. I was like the Rodman, you know. I'd, I'd have like seventeen rebounds because. I was the tallest kid in my class, but two points coming on free throws because I was horrible at shooting. But that add-on, it was a low ceiling. And when Kobe lobbed that ball to Shaq and he threw it down, my head, I even went like this because I was just so excited. I was jumping out of that, out of that room and seeing those guys come back like that. I'll, I don't think I'll ever forget. I'll never forget his, his last game. Never forget that because I was at the condo. We were at the condo, mm-hmm. and it was his last game. And of course, Kobe's washed up, and and you know they're playing, and it's just dropping, 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 dropping. And and a lot of people would say Utah didn't play that defense on him. Okay, well let's just let's just pretend like that was yeah. the the case. Let's Come just on. pretend like that was the case. Let's just pretend like that was the case. He was still dropping buckets. You got to make it if you're if you're washed up. You're you, you don't got no more game left. Right. He'd be missing all that. Mm-hmm. But no, he goes out and 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 does what he does in spectacular fashion. Just I mean, you can go play after play with Kobe Bryant, and, and there's no end to the highlights that came from that man. So it's just an incredible loss for the NBA. Incredible loss for his family. Um. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna miss that Absolutely. guy. Absolutely, that there's gonna be there's gonna be a a huge gap there that that will never be filled. I like I said at this point, I am just hurting so much for his children and for his wife. You know that that's your partner, that's right. your life partner. You know they've been together since they were very very young. They've come a long way. They dealt with a lot in their marriage. Mm-hmm. You know they've powered through. Um. It kind of ties in, you know, to a couple of other things that really have been going on in the world around us this week uh-huh. that I think is is really big and needs to be mentioned. I know she's trying to put in a passcode over here uh, to get. Th- I saw it popping up on the TV. I'm like, what are you doing here, baby? OK, go enjoy your snack. OK, see you in a bit. I'll see you in a bit, baby. Go enjoy snack. Um, You know, we've seen there's this. um. You're massive this massive outbreak outbreak of virus going around china yeah. and is causing quite a scare and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to become very very sick 
and there's going to be a lot of people that are not going to survive that. And we've also seen loss um, in our soldiers, yeah. you know, now with with the tense activity over there, you know, we're concerned about that. So so it's been a crazy week of a lot of different things happening. And I think that just goes to show us that, you know, tomorrow is never promised and we need to share that time with the ones we love, let them know we love them, get past some of the little things and just spend your time here with those that matter to you, appreciate them, love them, you know, take care of them. Um, that's one thing that you and I have been going back and forth on a little bit, Yeah, you know, is that I feel like at least Kobe's wife and family they will be taken care of. You know, his absence won't leave them in an uncomfortable place. They're not going to be without. Yeah. You know, he made sure that that they were all going to be cared for. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, we we need to consider. Yeah, and I mean, you you're talking about life insurance and all kinds of stuff. I mean, we've had, we've talked a little bit about that. I have a particular kind of mindset when it comes to that. I've been doing my due diligence i think to help and get more educated uh in that fashion because it, obviously the better education that you have in these particular areas the better decisions that you make mm -hmm. so for instance if, if something were to happen to you today are you that one paycheck away from from being broke losing your house like what is it that you've done to set yourself up for in case something happens in your job in case something happens physically right are you thinking about those things uh, you know obviously with a high profile athlete like this you know it's it's something since he's retired now that he doesn't really have to worry about as far as like where is that source going to come from he's built that foundation and this triggered you know he's he's gone now there's nothing any of us can do with it but what he's what he's done is set himself up to take care of his family in the future. So, you know, I, I just believe that is it going to be the same circumstances for us? I don't know, but I do believe that, you know, if we at least think about it, we're, we're actively working. It's one of the reasons why we have the podcast is, you know, I, I go to work every day, right? Correct. You, you stay home and take care of the kids. We have one income and, and there's benefits to that. But one of the disadvantages to that is if something were to happen to me, it is a very, it's very, very dangerous to live this way. So we are actively doing things with ourselves financially to be able to create assets and to be able to create multiple streams of income so that in case something were to happen to me, maybe it's not going to be where the same type of income is coming in, but at least you have something coming something working up to to be able to build on in case something happened were to happen to me right, right so you know that's a that's one thing definitely to take away from all this is right. is you know are you guys thinking about situations that situations like that really make you stop because it's think. real obviously it's real and I it doesn't say you don't expect it you you know especially at a, at a at a time like this in a fashion like this he was probably going out and done something i mean they had mentioned that he would take his private helicopter you know to and from to the games numerous numerous times that was part of his style that was just what he did you don't you don't it, it expect doesn't, that when you walk I don't out have the a helicopter, door you're not going to come back home you don't you never expect that yeah i don't have a helicopter 
but I can very easily get hurt in a car crash. I can very easily get hurt, you know, somewhere at work, at work, you know, so it's difficult thing to think about. Unfortunately, you know, this event has triggered for him and his family. I would like to think that there's a reason why this happened, that he was needed for something other than our entertainment. I know I was, I, I'm upset about it, but that's kind of a selfish thing to be is that, well, well, we lost something today. Yeah, we did lose something, but there's a reason why he's gone. Mm-hmm. So what did, who, who gained from this? Right. I think it's uh, somebody gained something from, from his passing. So this is maybe a learning experience for you. Maybe this is, you know, heaven's got a new angel today, so he's going to be watching over you. He's going to be, you know, doing what he was meant to be from a spiritual standpoint now. So in that regard, you know, I'm sure there's going to be much, much coverage on the celebration of his life, the impact that he had here on earth. But we are believers and we don't feel like it ends here. So I would, you know, just think about those things when it comes time for this celebration of the accomplishments. Yes. He, he had an amazing accomplishments uh, sports wise. He, he won an Oscar last year, I believe it was, or the year before one right, of the two, right. You know, he's had an impact from an entertainment standpoint where he was able to come into our living home, living rooms and give us this joy of winning via the LA Lakers. Correct. When we are not on the team. Yes. But we feel like we're on the team because of superstars like Kobe Bryant, because of superstars like Magic Johnson and all the other Lakers and, and all the other superstars for any sport for that matter. Exactly. They they make us feel like we are in on the team. That's why we show up with the colors on, screaming our heads off for something that we don't even <laughs> <laughs> we paid for that. Exactly. We don't get anything in return. <laughs> we yeah, we don't come home if the Lakers win. We don't come home and celebrate. Right. You know, we don't get a portion. We don't of get any a, of that championship money. That's for sure. <laughs> so uh, you know, it is it is what it is from an entertainment perspective. But he's right. loved, and we are gonna miss Kobe Bryant being on this earth. We thank him for the time he has here. We look forward to whatever spiritual uh, missions he's gonna be put on. And uh, it's just a sad day for us, but um, absolutely, we, we, we're going to definitely continue to to grow and think about some of these things. What is like I had said, what, what is not impactful is when the Lakers win a championship that that doesn't affect this home. What affects this home is the principles behind what just happened. Correct. The principles behind if something were to happen to me, are you set up? to take care of your family. And if not, are you working towards that? So I think that's huge for for the principle of what's coming out more than just that we 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 lost a uh, um a one of person. the greatest basketball players of all time. So And not just that, you know, because he was because he was so much more than that. Yes, that's where it started, but um you know, look what he turned it into. Yep. And and that's an amazing thing to come from and I think it was it, it was Pastor Dan. I can't remember exactly what he said, but when he was talking about our, when he was talking about kids, and it applies to everyone, but you know, he always says that, you know, they're not yours. 
They're they're a gift from God. They are on borrow, mm-hmm. and they can be called back home at any time. That's any one of us. Exactly. Yeah. So that's something that, of course, you know, most people think about often. But when something like this happens, it really, time really stands still. And it really makes you reevaluate what you have been doing, what you should be doing, what you need to be doing. Yeah. So take those principles from from today. Take, take Kobe's drive. Take Kobe's commitment. Take go, Kobe's work ethic. Take Kobe's understanding and and his vision. You, you you would hear some of the things that he talked about. He can see things before they happen. He saw them come together and then he worked towards that goal. And when you hear successful people talk, you hear you hear successful businessmen, whatever the case is, sports, it don't matter. It's all the same thing. They can see it, they work towards it. They work their ass off for it, and then and then you know they keep working until it's done. So we want to thank Kobe Bryant. We want to pray for his family. Yes. And um, we'll 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 leave with that. Yes. All right. Thank you, Kobe, for everything that you have given. All right. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for being a part of LA.